We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's going on, Packer fans? Welcome into another Pack a Day podcast episode. I, of course, am one of your co-hosts, Matt Fralick. Alongside me, once again, the wonderful Janelle Mackey, who has fully immersed herself not only in the injury report for you guys today, but uh hockey college hockey variety i imagine i don't even know what other sports channels going on baseball's done so you're not in there but i'm sure the nhl you're really trying to push the narrative and i respect it um but we get the luxury and not luxury and i'm i'm i was actually thinking before we record janelle the question i want to ask you uh but we get the luxury to go through the the injury report right every weekend Mm -hmm. we had a victory monday on monday that's when those happen right on mondays uh, great to you know break that skid, and all of a sudden, end of the week, it just falls apart. Now you're the more optimistic of the the trio here between me, me, you, and Eli. I think I'd like to fall somewhere more in the middle. But how are you feeling, optimism wise, today? Um, can you can you spin zone this one for me, or what, what are our thoughts with this current injury report? Because you, like you said, it's it's a little bit stacked. Yeah, I mean, um, I had just looked at it prior to us hitting record, and I know you just kind of asked me, like, have you had a chance to look it over? And it's like, yep, nice to see every single person on it. You know, it's like our entire starting roster. Like, I thought I was on the depth chart for a second looking at our, our starting lineup. So, yeah, I mean, 
it is, it's pretty crazy because it looks like for the most part, everybody on this list is a starter, um, which is very concerning. And even before I walked into my building and I was like thinking about recording this episode, it's like, I feel like every single year we say this, but it's like, how do the Packers end up so injury ridden? Like, do other teams actually go through this and we're just like very naive because we're not following other teams as closely. Like it's one of those things where you just sit there and question. It's like, do other teams suffer from injuries the way the Packers do? And it's like, I'm sure the answer is yes. I'm sure every team, you know, every fan thinks that their team has like the worst injuries, but it's like genuinely it's insane for Packers where it's like, they can, they just cannot rid themselves of this injury bug. And it's like, very key important players who are always on this list um and there's guys not even on this list because they had to go to ir which it's like just it's like a team that can't catch a break and you just feel bad for the players because it's like people get mad at players for getting injured which is absolutely insane like i cannot stand that part of Mm -hmm. um fandoms when they're upset at players for getting hurt and it's like i promise you these guys want to be on the field being healthy, like doing what they love. So um, I think there's just got to be like such a mental toll for some of these guys who have been on the injury report for like what feels like forever. Like you look at guys like Elton Jenkins, who I swear he's been on the injury report for like two years now, um, just not able to shake those things. And now it's like, we've got all these new additions and it's just, it's crazy. Like you look at this list and it's like, it, it's some of our best players on the list and it's a year that nothing seems to be going right trying to um kind of like build the new era here and it's really hard to find success with such a young team when some of your most important veterans are continuously on the on the injury report to no fault of their own obviously it's just like a very unfortunate um narrative that's been happening for this team and it's just making it even harder for them to kind of find a rhythm get things going um when they are not only you know playing against themselves every week it seems like but also having to play against the injuries as well yeah i would say i'm a, I'm a pretty bad long-term memory person when it comes to the packers you know i remember certain games and stuff but i don't really remember you know Outside of the maybe Jair Alexander's shoulder or Rayshon Gary's knee or the you know perpetual David Bakhtiari injuries, <clears throat> I'm really bad when it comes to long-term things for the Packers, so I can't necessarily say how bad it's been year over year over year injury-wise right. if it's been this extreme, but it's been, it's been bad. We know that. I would say, to your point, probably live in the echo chamber, you know, like it's our job over the last year and a half to talk about the injury report. Um, I know a team that comes to mind when you're running through that is like the the Chargers, whether they're in San Diego or Los Angeles, it didn't freaking matter what zip code. They were still always injury banged up. And I think a lot of teams could make that argument too. But to your point, it does seem like this year, like it's more key players. You mentioned kind of the caveat, like Darnell Savage gets put on IR or put on IR. Eric Stokes comes back, plays some special team snaps, gets put back on IR. It's just like, it sucks. It's, it's, frankly really really frustrating i don't know what sort of algorithm you live in that people are mad at players for getting injured i don't want anything to do with that algorithm so stay far away from me whatever social app that is but i it sucks it it's really frustrating and every week uh shockingly it sounds like you're a little bit falling into more of this uh pessimistic rut or trench if you will but let's get into a little bit more 
the nitty gritty of the team. You said a depth chart. It actually could be an entire starting um, side of the ball. 11 guys, excuse me, 10 guys, bad at math. 10 guys are on the on the injury report as we go into the week. Now that is, or end of the week, that is not, you know, they're not designated for not to play or questionable, et cetera. There's seven out of the 10 that are there. Um, we'll start with the guys that are a little bit I get, relatively more healthy, healthier. Elton Jenkins, knee limited all week in practice. He looks like he's good to go. Aaron Jones, we know the hamstring. I think I said that a, you know, a month ago. I'm not, I'm not a scientist or not a scientist, but not a doctor or any means, but I think that's going to be on here forever. Similar. Um, so he was limited with the hamstring. Christian Watson, if you remember, did have the hamstring injury with the back injury. He had that goofy fall on had, Sunday. Like, you know, he it was nasty. And- it was Yes, it was bad. Um, so back, full participant. I had saw something, I think, on like Sunday after the game. I think my brother was watching the game with me, and he said something about like Christian Watson leaves the game with an injured back, hamstring, and knee, or something crazy. It's so, like, also in concussion protocol for it. Maybe that's what it was, but it's like, okay. Yeah. That I mean, that's a saving grace. Whether you know whether or not Christian Watson will start producing like the number one receiver he could be, um, he's a full participant in no setback, and we've talked about that back with Jair Alexander this year, um, where it can be a you know an injury that plagues them, and similar to the Zadarius Smith one, you never know how how long that can plague. So we're in a good spot with those guys: Elton Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, probably our three best offensive players. If I had to say that, maybe I don't know. That that's probably a fair you know. A little bit of a far cry for Christian Watson at this point, but when healthy, they probably can all produce. Now, let's get into the you know the nastiness. We'll stay on the offensive side of the ball; it just seems appropriate. Josh Myers, we saw him get banged up, I believe, on Sunday, if not the even the week before, with his knee injury. Mm-hmm. Didn't not listed on Wednesday. I always don't like that one. Never know what the hell that means. I don't like it. If it's a veteran rest, tell us. If he's limited, tell us. If he didn't, like, just tell us. It kind of pisses me off. We'll see another one for <laughs> the Steelers that has that too, but. He was limited all week with the knee, questionable. TBD, I have, I'm not really holding my breath. Every week I tell people, you know, 90 minutes before the game, check your phone, react accordingly. Generally, it's acting with some sort of emotion. The last couple weeks, it's been pretty positive that it's been limited as far as the injuries, but this week I'm not so optimistic. Uh, going further on the offensive side of the ball, John Runyon Jr., who unfortunately has just not been able to find his footing um, the last, I would say the last year and a half of football, it's it's been pretty frustrating with a neck injury. DNP Wednesday limited throughout the week. He is also questionable along with his counterpart, Josh Myers. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to expect from the offensive line. I, I really don't at this point. I yeah, was saying I this. Feel like it's, you know, it's one thing when you know you have skill players who are injured, like you can kind of maybe plug guys in. Um and kind of see, you know, the next man up. But it's really hard next man up for offensive line. I feel like it's a really strenuous job. Um, and you have to do 100%, 110% every single snap. And especially against the Steelers defense, that is going to be extremely challenging, even if your starting line is fully healthy. So you got guys in here. It's kind of been a carousel for the offensive line which has just got to be super tough on Jordan Love in his first year as the starter. And then it's like you're missing key players and Aaron Jones who really can kind of like set the tone for your offense. It's like a lot of it starts with that offensive line and there just hasn't been able to be any kind of consistency there. And a lot of that is just because it's like every game guys are going down with injuries and it's like 
it's so tough to like you can't set the tone the way you want to with a solid offensive line and I think that's something that like the Packers have been genuinely spoiled with for years and years and years is having that really solid offensive line and you can really see this year how detrimental it is when you don't have that in front of your starting quarterback so it really has been like just an extra nail in the coffin the fact that this offensive line just cannot figure out how to stay healthy cannot get like a genuine game out of the five starters um obviously you know you lose Bakhtiari um and yeah it's just it's it's I don't even know you just gotta like laugh it off almost because it's so like upsetting but it's like you're not upset at the actual guys it's just like kind of just like shaking your fist in the air like why does this keep happening yeah i think dan kotnick you know friend of the program of course i think he would always talk about like uh well the, just the uh shaking your fist an old man shaking his fist it was like at the clouds i think it's like a simpsons oh, joke but i remember like him saying simpsons meme, yeah. yeah big big you know dan dan's good on the internet if you haven't followed him go check him out but yeah. uh to your point yeah and you mentioned the 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 cards that are stacked up against Jordan Love being a first-year starter, um, whether that be personnel, having to carry over 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, or even you missed one, which is fine, but like tight ends are supposed to be a you know young quarterback's best friend. He's got rookies at tight end, so not even like, and they can't block all that damn well. It, they're injured. It, it's just it's it's truly a shit show. So we'll see what happens yeah, on I the mean, offense. Like I'm last so year, sure. last year you have five solid offensive linemen plus Mercedes Lewis. You had six offensive linemen. Yeah. So I think exactly. going from that to what we have now, and it's like, you know, everybody was kind of wondering like, where's Yash? Where's Yash? Get him in, and he finally goes in, and then he gets hurt. It's like just mm-hmm. can't catch a break in any way no nope, not at all and you and um i did miss yash najman on here back injury as well dnp limited limited so just adding to the riddle uh, you know the riddled offensive line injuries they'll start the best five janelle i have no damn clue who that best five is going to be this week i think there was a good article i think it was from packers wire this past week about um how zach tom might be the best offensive lineman for them i would say you know availability is your best ability so yeah he's been I mean, available he's probably the best on this list <laughs> yeah helps a lot so you know the kind of the common denominator this whole year and you mentioned at the top of the show is top players being banged up and i would say a second if not adjacent one maybe one a one b would be the fact that it's just been week after week phantom injuries just mm-hmm. out of the blue i actually truly didn't even realize until we started recording this seconds into it when i'm looking at this injury report that jair was listed with a shoulder injury this week i was assuming Ooh, back oh i was assuming i was assuming it was a back flare up shame on me i actually had a friend reach out to me and say something 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 did he get hurt in train in practice i said no back yeah. must have flared up uh bad you know misinformation on me so shoulder injury dnp all week doubtful he, I don't think he's playing. It's, it sounded like from Lafleur had said in the press conference today he's not playing. So uh, we go from a back injury, Jair shoulder. He looked damn good last week too. It looks like he had finally gotten to a hundred percent. I actually thought he probably had battled through a back injury. Probably maybe came back a little bit sooner than, sooner than he should, based off of how he was performing three weeks ago and two weeks ago, respectively. And now I'm beginning to think. I think it was a episode that maybe it was just Eli and I recorded Janelle where. Uh, I referenced you, of course, uh, lower body, upper body injury. Yes, now let's like, fi- let's find the back. We're, we're, we're in the back, right? Back, back's a pretty large part of the upper body, uh, you know, 
not a kinesiologist, but like now I'm now I'm guessing the back injury was closer to the shoulder, upper half of the body, the torso. That's just my guess. Regardless, we're not going to see 23 out there. The secondary is banged up. In addition to not only Jair, we already know Darnell Savage. We already talked about Eric Stokes. Rudy Ford with the calf, limited all week. He's questionable. Don't know how he can go. We saw the resilient, if not the cornerstone. Kenny Clark go down with a shoulder injury. He was I limited. Think that one was like that one was really hard because yeah, like was, here's somebody who has been so solid all season. It's like just out there doing his job. And it's like, when you see guys like Kenny Clark and it just like really just, you know, twist the knife where it's like, okay, you know, it's been tough all year, but then it's like somebody like Kenny Clark goes down. You're just like drop to your knees. Like that one's hard to see. <laughs> it's like from stepbrothers, right? Like I have a belly full of white dog shit and you lay this on me. Like that's really what it was, right? Kenny Clark. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> so he's banged up. And then the, I would say the, the guy that just can't get out of his own damn way is Quay Walker. We go from concussion to knee. Now he's got a groin DNP all week. He's probably not going to play. So I don't even think it's that bold of a statement, but between him and Jair, probably your two most athletic defensive players they're missing. Now, not all that much of a concern when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, which has been um, nationally documented as they want to get rid of Matt Canada. There's people, you know, boycotting <laughs> the, the country to the north of us uh, just based off of their 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 name because Matt Canada is not good at his offensive coordinating job. I think there's a lot of things that go into that. How good is Kenny Pickett? Are they being kind of a homer because Pickett did play at Pittsburgh? I'm not so sure what what defense we're going to roll out for the Packers, but I do know that if you want to have a get right game for that against them right now, you run the damn ball. They got some running backs between Najee Harris and truly a guy that's breaking out into the scene on the national scene, Jalen Warren. I think a lot of Steelers fans and fantasy owners knew who Jalen Warren was, but based off the season that um, Najee Harris had last year, just more opportunities that Jalen Warren was able to get more of that trust. And then being paired with Kenny Pickett in his rookie year, I think is an important thing. So let's get to the, the Steelers side, Janelle. Um, I want to say right off the bat, we'll start with the defense. Cause that's the most important one. They have former friend of the program, not the program of the, the Packers program, 1265 Lombardi way, uh, Lombardi Ave, Montrevious Adams senior. Now, apparently must have a child, uh, <laughs> ankle DNP. He's out some guy in the interior, always, you know, nasty up front. That Steelers defense, always good. Similar to like a Ravens defense, always going to be damn good. One of my favorite players in the league and an acquisition that the Steelers made a while back, obviously from the, the dolphins, who's been just, you know, a stud in the back end, Minka Fitzpatrick safety hamstring DNP all week. He's out. Um, so that's pretty wild. Well, 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 and as we yeah. get through half of the Steelers injury report, none other than Eli Berkovitz joins the program. Eli, rounding up the Steelers injury report, feel mm-hmm. free to chime in. Um, Janelle, not as optimistic as this week about the injury report. And I have to say, I've recorded with Packaday Podcast with Janelle since the start. You guys along the way. First time, first time, almost 2,000 episodes. We've I have never had someone drop right into this. I hear a little ping in my ear, and this is what a, what a pleasant surprise. So we got Nick Herbig, also calf, not listed all week, uh, whether he p- practiced or not. Limited participant. Shout out is to the Nick Badgers. Is Nick Herbig a Badger? Shout out to the Badgers. You got okay. it. 
I was gonna say this name looks familiar, so Steelers get all our badgers, I guess. (laughs) Landon Roberts, I want to say he played for the Patriots at one point. I think more of a special teamers backup guy. We'll see how he can maybe get into the mix with Herbig out. He was dealing with a knee limited DNP, maybe a setback, full participant Friday. He's good to go. And the big one that I'm kind of circling here, uh, Cam Hayward, as we know, an absolute just stud when it comes to that Steelers defense. Uh, if you told me he would have been on, you know, versus the Packers and Super Bowl four, you know, in that Super Bowl, I would believe you that he was on that defense because he's been there for <laughs> so long. He's going to be coming off of, I be, believe, IR or Pup. So that's huge for them up front. Um, you know, you swap out a guy like Montrevious Adams. If you look at it that way, Cam Hayward's there. You pair him with the the crazy stuff that Highsmith and TJ Watt are doing right now. And it's kind of scary what they're at. So he will play. And then the other one as Janelle has always made sure we do this here, is looking at the IR of the op- opponent in Pat Fryermuth. Uh, great, great lore within the Steelers organization. He is, I believe, activated off the pup or IR, but he he needs to hit a window similar to Eric Stokes did, and it doesn't look like he will probably be getting on the field until their next game. So that's kind of the injury report, Janelle. It only seems appropriate that we let Mr. Berkovitz give his two cents. Eli, we've gone through it. It's 10 guys tweaked up for the Packers. Offense, defense generally has been some studs across the board. A couple flare-up injuries we didn't expect to see. Quay Walker being one of them. Jair, we swap out the back for a shoulder. The floor is yours, my friend. Don't 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 rant too long because it's a it's a tough it's a tough day, and we know we're gonna maybe see what the what the injury report looks like closer 90 minutes to the game. But what are your thoughts? Where are you at? And were you were you crying what right now before you hopped on? Is that why you're late? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey everyone, as we know, the Packers are currently going through some in-season blues, but if you're like me, you might be going through some end-of-season or holiday season blues as well. I know for me, there's so much going on during this end-of-season rush that I feel a constant strain of pressure, anxiety, sometimes even loneliness. What I've personally found, however, is that through all of those dark and anxious feelings, therapy can be a bright spot and even something that I look forward to on a weekly basis. Talking through my concerns with somebody who is able to understand my struggles and suggest helpful techniques for dealing with those feelings has been a revelation for me in my own personal life. Through therapy, I've become a better version of myself, a happier person, a more thankful person, a more positive person, and those feelings of anxiety are far less prevalent and I have so much more enjoyment in my daily life. If you're struggling with something in your personal life and haven't had the opportunity to try therapy, maybe now's the perfect time to do so. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, is extremely convenient, and is flexible to your schedule and needs, and all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash packaday. Yeah, um, I spend most of the day crying. It's how I spend most of my day, to be honest. Really not much to do with the injury report, just general life reasons. But uh, so that, yeah, I assume you already went to the Packers side of it. So I'll just real quick, this is like, I got to see this for a minute before. But first off, I think Cam Hayward for the Steelers actually played last week. Um, he didn't play like his full amount of snaps. So he does have one game under his belt back from IR. Um, it was weird that he was still limited this week. So I guess we'll see. And then for the Packers, I mean, it just it just sucks because it's like Zaire finally comes back and he actually has a great game against the Rams. I don't care who the quarterback is. I mean, he's, he was running over the field at a great game. And now it's another injury, a different injury. 
And obviously, we don't expect him to play this week. And the way LaFleur sounded, I think it was on Thursday, did not sound very good, like even for long term. Maybe not weeks and weeks, but this could maybe be a two, three-week kind of deal. And then Quay Walker, I don't even remember him getting hurt. Did he get hurt in practice? I mean, no. either way. That's the flare-up one we're talking about. Like, it's just – that's the third injury he's had different body parts, concussion, knee, and and was it yeah. groin now? It's whatever. Do you know what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say he's kind of just been battling things week in and week out. Like, and it's it's unfortunate because he was really having a, a great tar- start to the season. So, it just sucks that he kind of, like, can't seem to shake things. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating for sure. And obviously just his second year really becoming – a big kind of like leader in the middle of the defense. So hopefully he gets back soon. And then the only other thing that really sticks out to me is the offensive line. Uh, and I think those guys will probably pay, play, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see what Sean Ryan can do. Do you think, okay, so there's, th- we said Elton Jenkins is good to go, it looks like, right? You think all three play though? Myers, Nijman, and Runyon? Like, I mean, assuming it's part of the best five, you really think they I all mean, assuming play? that's the line they want to play. I mean, just I mean, from at least from the way LaFleur's been talking, he's doesn't sound nearly as negative on them as he did, you know, Jair and Quay. Obviously they're listed doubtful, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't remember any of their injuries being so bad. I think the most interesting one would have to be Myers. Like if Myers doesn't play. Yeah. Then we could maybe see Tom at center and then all of a sudden really see a new shake up to the line that I think a lot of people have been kind of asking for anyway. So yeah. obviously you want the guys to be healthy, but sometimes you need them not to be to figure out what your best five is. Not, you know, never at this point in the year, the way it's gone, sub 500 team, never against halfway through the season, a little bit of a shake up. I don't know if we want to shake up the offensive line when TJ Watt is about yeah. to just potentially wreak havoc but who yeah, am sure. i to say who am i to say eli who am i uh no you, you make some very fair points tj watt <laughs> no, matter, no matter what they decide to do tj watt look he's still you know he's still salty we had to go with kevin king over him and he's gonna make us remember it i'm sure well, that's I the mean, first time I've. That's the first time yeah. I heard that this week on Steelers Week, and there it is for you me. You could literally put like a brick wall in front of Jordan Love, and TJ Watt would still get through it. Like I, I am terrified for what could happen, considering the way things have been going. So I hope Jordan Love's got his legs ready because he's gonna be running around. I feel like, and hopefully, you know, his uh, his weapons can get healthy and also get open quickly yeah. because there's not going to be much time to hold onto the ball. I fear. So Packers travel to Pittsburgh. I believe if you saw Aaron Nagler, of course, one of the founders of cheese at TV, he posted a, uh, a picture on Twitter the other day. I, I, I don't, I didn't look at the comments to see how old that picture was, but it looked like from the seventies or the eighties, that'd be the last time the Packers, I believe either won in Pittsburgh or played. It probably had to be one there. So let's all, you know, let's call it 40 years, 45 years, et cetera. Packers travel to Pittsburgh for a noon game, back to back, back to back to back noon games now, which is fun. But we'll see what happens. Check your phones ninety minutes before the game, of course. Make sure you get those injuries. Um, I, of course, Sunday we will have a preview show. Make sure you're checking out Packaday Podcasts across all streaming platforms, uh, whether it be Apple Music, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Of course, if you haven't already, I've said this at nauseum because it deserves it. If you haven't checked out the YouTube side of Packaday Podcast, you're missing out. Go rate, 
review, subscribe, comment, whatever the hell you do on YouTube at this point. Check out the shorts maybe too. Um, but Andy's crushing it over there and definitely go check that out. It's a, just a different way to digest some content if you have some time other than listening to maybe this episode on your commute. For myself, you can follow me still on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. Uh, Janelle, let everyone know where they can harass you about your NHL picks or gosh only knows what other sort of things you're you're dipping your toes in. I saw a um, – what was the reference you had? Uh, the Aaron Rodgers with his uh, – what, what was oh, the movie? He, he like fumbled that. Emperor, Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's yeah. News Groove. That solid reference. Solid Thank reference. You. But, Thank you. Uh, yes. So the let everyone know where they can the let everyone know where they can get your fire nostalgic Disney <laughs> reference uh, tweets at. Yeah. Well, um, you mentioned hockey, and that's funny because earlier you were talking about the whole fire Matt Canada thing, and earlier in October I did have to quickly um, look it up to make sure that wasn't like a fever dream or something. But Pittsburgh Penguins fans at a game were chanting "Fire Canada." Um, so even, even the hockey fans know, so like, do not go into town and lose to a guy like that. So, um, when even the hockey world is chanting it, then, you know, it's a serious problem. So that's my little, my hockey blurb for there. Um, little fun fact, but yeah, you can go follow me at big Mac underscore four for whatever chaos I choose to post. Um, typically Packers, hockey, whatever other random stuff as Matt had mentioned before. Um, so follow there and then also be sure to follow the show that Eli and I also do together with Zach um, over at the pack. Eli, where can people send you uh Kleenexes since you're, I mean, for crying purposes, of course, like you clearly were just in a, in a bad spot here where let everyone know where they can get in. Also guys, Eli, shout out for you hopping in here. We got the three of us back there, which is the first time it seems in a long time. So appreciate you making an effort there. But let everyone know they can get in contact with you and plug anything you got going on. I, know you, I bet you got some Bovado picks this weekend. Yeah, uh, actually, this week um, I did not. I did not have a, a Bovado article go out, but I will say, uh, as as I tell you uh, where to find me, I'll tell you some of my picks. I do have them written down. Uh, real quick, T.J. Watt played the Packers in 2021, had two sacks that game. So that's just a little precursor for Sunday, I'm sure. But, yeah, of course, uh, as Jen mentioned, the pack underscore show on Twitter. Uh, check out this week's episode. Uh, we had Dusty Evely come on. Always a fun time with Dusty, one of the Packer Nation's finest. Um, I think I speak for, speak for everyone when I say that. Uh, and then, of course, over at Packer Report, you can find my writing and on Twitter at Book of Eli underscore NFL. And just real quick off the top, uh, I'll give you one that I like that I know I've liked all week, which is Baltimore, Cleveland, Baltimore minus six and a half. Wow. Games in football. The Browns have a good defense, but they're not going to be able to score on the Ravens. Call it. Ravens win by at least a touchdown. Okay. Ravens stay hot after their handling last week versus Seattle. Um, and I think Dust, I don't know if we called Dusty Evely this before, but I would like to call he's he's the humble uncle of Packers Twitter, in my opinion. So uh yeah, definitely I, I called him I called him the Donald Driver of Packers Twitter. That's wow. great. He's got, he's awesome. got the winning smile. Also Dusty's a the friendly uncle to my creepy uncle. And <laughs> it just even out. We, we will, uh, between now and next week, decide who the creepy uncle is of Packaday 
or not pack a day podcast of Packers Twitter, Eli. That's your mission before now and then. But for uh, Eli, I thought you were going to pop in here and brag about how the Packers finally won when you're at a game. Is that why you're here? That was really why I was going to come, just to be like, yeah, Jen. I hope you enjoyed that Vikings game. (laughs) Not at Um, all. Not at all. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you know what? After seeing last year's win over the Vikings, I think you can survive one loss, and I get a win. Thank you. Yeah, my my undefeated record falls um, with the Rodgers era, but you have a new lease on life at Lambeau. Yeah, see, look, I've been Jordan Love guy since day one. Aaron who? That's what I say. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. As we, as we wrap up here, guys, we want to say appreciate everyone, all the support. Uh, it's been it's been great. Awesome, awesome year thus far, even though it is the injury report we go through. But if you haven't already checked us out anywhere, we appreciate your support. Reach out to any of us, uh, part of Packaday Podcast, with any of your questions, comments, DMs, concerns. Love the back and forth. But for Janelle Mackey, Eli Berkovitz, I am Matt Freilich. You guys enjoy the weekend. Be well. Hopefully the Packers can get a W. Let's go, I don't know, let's get two wins. Back to back, we'll see what happens with the the way the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Packers are playing. Probably a low scoring game if I had to predict. But as always, go, go pack, pack go. is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done